Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome back. Man, come on inside. What a beautiful day we've had today, but we got the AC on in here. Yes, you do. Perfect time for that. That's right. Come on inside and spend another episode with us here at the Musician's Cafe. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my fitness-minded co-host, a man who's been known to be in the gym well before the rooster crows, and he's slinging weights and getting swole, Mr. Chris Schwarzenegger Gray. Chris, how you feeling, babe? I'm good. If any of you guys uh, actually know me, though, you're laughing right now because you, kn- <laughs> you know I'm not yoked. I do go to the gym pretty early, uh, but man, the older I get, the more uh, I feel things starting to hurt. And I was trying to sell it for you. Regularly? <laughs> no, man. I'll be the first one to throw myself under the bus for that. Oh, my. Hey, but we are back with episode 41 of the Musicians Cafe podcast, and man... You're right. The weather's getting warmer. The uh, live music's getting crazier around Winchester. Yes. Um, just more and more people coming out of the woodwork, and we're so, so excited about it. For episode 41, though, uh, we have our buddy Jeff Foose here in the studio with us. Jeff, yes. how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you all? We're great, Jeff. Thank you, you know. for filling in for us. Uh, we wanted to get you on the show, and it just worked out that we got you sooner than later, which is really great. That is that is great. You know, they used to have the, the old saying... Um, Things were wilder than a March hare. I don't know if you ever heard that or not. Yes. Well, with our guest list right now, it's been a little bit like that. It's kind of wilder than a than an April hare. But things happen with guests. Things come up, and you can't help it. And you came to the rescue for us today. We really appreciate that, sir. Uh, well, let me let me tell you straight up. Thanks thanks for having me. Oh. I mean, I, I'm I always try to let everybody know it don't matter where I'm playing if it's for one person or one hundred. Right. You play the same. It don't matter if I'm talking to one or two people <laughs> or a hundred. Thank you from the bottom of heart. I mean it. Well there are dozens of people listening to you right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding though. No. Actually we're a little better than that. But anyway, thank you again, Jeff. We appreciate you being here for sure. We're doing pretty good, man. We uh, are, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy t- with taking that. a peek at some of our numbers. Uh y'all have been supporting us and we thank you so much. And we usually thank you at the end of the program, but I think it's it's, it's fit mind blowing. Yes. Yeah, I think it's so fit that we thank you guys right at the top of the show that uh Y'all's support means everything to not only us, but the local artists and local venues here around Winchester. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what we do it for. It's guys like Jeff Foose, for sure. Man, it looks like you got that menu in front of you, Chris. That's something we always take care of first. So if you don't mind, I'm going to turn it over to you let you knock that out. I do. Brian puts all this work into the menu, and I just get to read it sometimes. It's kind of cool. <laughs> so the Tally Ho Theater, as always, we're going to start there. Uh, on the 14th, they're going to have a comedy night. And so that's Friday? Right. Yep. Friday. Uh, okay, yep. good. Getting my date straight here, everybody. And on the 15th, Saturday, is uh, Shot Through the Heart, which is a BJ tribute. Yes. You know, yeah. you, you know who that is, right? Do I know who that is? I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> it's a Bon Jovi tribute band. You know, you remember the first line from... Uh, I've just never called him BJ. You love a bad name. But anyway, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Bon Jovi tribute band. Uh, Hollywood Casino on the 14th is Tesla. Yes. It's a sold out show. It is. And I wish I hadn't waited so long because I think I would have liked to have tickets to that. But man, Tesla's a great band. Love them. Very, very good. 80s, right? Yeah, 80s and 90s, yeah. Before my time. <laughs> yeah, but it never it's like a fine wine. It gets better and better. Man. Bear Chase Brewery on the 14th, Lenny uh, Burridge. Uh, the 15th is Pool Boys Trio, which sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Do they dress like they're Pool Boys? I don't know. They should. Uh, with uh, Joe Downer, he's going to be there as well on Saturday. And then I guess Sunday they have an act, uh, Josh Souter. Yes, and Josh is on right after the goat yoga again really remember that yeah yes yeah. so you ever heard of goat yoga Jeff? i have not i had the same look on my face when somebody asked me <laughs> i've heard of josh he plays with cashmere oh okay gotcha yeah. yeah 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 so they basically do yoga but with goats yeah that's next, what we hear next to you that's it that's goat yoga 
I, I might just have to go to watch it. I, I, I <laughs> no, you got to participate. You can't. That's not a watching event. Well, you know that might be a a a you know. I'm just going to be a fan only here. Right. <laughs> Me too. I'm with you. At Box Office Brewery on Saturday is uh, our buddy Robbie Lyman. Yeah. Is it the band or just him? You know, just him. Just him. Uh, the Troubadour Park and Lounge. Lounge and Park, excuse me, in Berkeley Springs, West Virginia on the 15th is Adam and the Armadillos. How about that? Isn't that cool? That's a pretty cool name. Yeah, man. Jeff, you ever been to the Troubadour? Yeah, yeah. That was actually my first gig with a band. Nice. Uh, Mr. Jim McCoy at the time. Yeah. My The guy that I was playing a little bit, bit of music with, his his mother, Mel and Jimmy of yeah. Blackjack. Oh, yeah. They got up, they, you know, they, they had a show there. We went to see them. When they took a break, we got up and did a couple songs. And I didn't have a band. I had, you know, so we put together a band in like a month, and it was the uh, first gig I ever played. Wow, very cool. They're so nice up there. What a wonderful place. And he, I told Mr. Jim that night, thank you for booking us. And he said, I, I said, you know, it's cool to be able to play play music and yeah. get paid for it. He yeah. said, I didn't pay you. Every button, every chair did. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and you can have a great music venue with that type of attitude as well, right? Yeah. Uh, Piccadilly Public House and Restaurant downtown Winchester on the 14th uh, is Robbie. So the the day before he goes to the box office, he will be at Picks. Yep, that's true. And then the next day, Saturday at Picks, will be Kramer and Ivy, uh, another small group that we need to have on. Yeah, absolutely. Backseat Bar and Grill on the 14th is Company B, which is a bad company tribute. Yep. Uh, and then on the 15th is our buddy Brennan Edwards and the Monday Blues Band. So, uh, of course, Brennan's been kind of blowing up around here as the uh, one of the local singer-songwriters. Uh, and he's they've recently put together a band called the Monday Blues, and they are freaking tight, man. Are they really? Um, so, you know, you'd listen to some of Brennan's music and you say, yeah, maybe it's not all blues. But then, he, you know, they start playing with this band and they start throwing stuff together and it... Turns out pretty freaking cool, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm anxious to see yep. them. Yep. yep. At the Paladin, Stephen City on the 13th is Robbie Lyman. He's got a busy freaking he is weekend. Busy. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. And on the 14th uh, is Mark Clay. P2 in Clearbrook on the 14th, Rich Moxley. And on the 15th, Ryan Thomas Band. They're going to have a band at P2? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wondered about that too, but I looked at it on the line. Yeah, they definitely are. Maybe they'll have it outside. Maybe in that back room. It could be. Yeah, could Either be. way. Yeah, it It'll be, be a great time. Get out there. Check it out. Yeah. Let us know if you uh, if you hear. Uh, Bright Box Theater on the 14th is Crowded Streets, which is a Dave Matthews tribute band. Yeah. So um, growing up, Dave Matthews was pretty big in the late 90s, oh, early yeah. thousands. Um, so, uh, Charlottesville I, boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, all the people who went to UVA think that, you know, the best thing since sliced bread, but you know, he, he, he definitely had a big boom there for a while for sure. Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah. And on the 15th is Crawford and, and uh, Power, and that's upstairs, yes, out um, of the box, out of the it. box, which is actually a pretty cool venue. You ever been to the upstairs of the Bright Box? Yes, so it's a, it's a small, um, what do we want to call it? Intimate venue, mm-hmm. it, it, it's something where uh, I saw the dude up there, I forget his name now, but he wrote uh, Redneck Yacht Club. Okay. Tom, Tom Shepard. Yeah. Okay. So were you at that show? No, but he's married to a real good friend of mine's sister. And she actually Who, had a RCA deal back in there. Who's oh, a phenomenal wow. singer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they did a show together there. Yeah. yeah. Coley. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was a cool show. But anyway, that was upstairs at Bright Box. 
The Monument on the 14th is uh, a mix. They got three bands. It looks like Monolith, Dixie Filth, and Hollow Light. That sounds kind of metal. Yes, it, it is. It's a metal night. Yep, yep, it's a metal night. And yep. then on the 15th, they're taking a turn for the 90s night. Um, Lounge Fly, which is a Stone Temple Pilots tribute. Best of Foo, obviously, the Foo Fighters tribute band. Yep. And Hash Pipe, which is Weezer tribute. Uh, so... That's again kind of right up my alley yeah, growing up. Be, yeah, it would be a lot of fun, sure. So, um, all right, just a couple more here from me. Blue Fox on the fifteenth. Elizabeth Elizabeth's yes. furnace is going to be there, and so is Brian Dick. Are you? Yes, I am. Have you been to Blue Fox? I have. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go. And I, and I, I told Billy Red and the guys I, I need to see him sometime as soon as I can. And they're going to play, and I'm going to go see him. So, yep. are you, you going to run all the pool tables or not? Yeah, I'm going for the music. Oh, uh, you should though. Yeah. All right, and uh, my last announcement, as always, I just want to throw a plug in for the Katie's Comfort House uh, Country Music Fest. Again, that's May 19th. There are still some tickets available, 50 bucks. You get to see 49 Winchester, Taylor, Honeycutt, and Little Water Bridge Band, and it's for a good cause. So make sure that you uh, get that. It's the Backseat Event Center. Again, that's May the 19th, and you can find those tickets either on um, uh, the Katie's Comfort House page uh, or you can find it on Eventbrite. Right, for sure. And i got to give a couple of shout-outs, too, Chris, if you don't mind. First of all, Six Strings and Bourbon, our old buddy Adam Phelps, reached out to me recently. And he wanted to remind me he has a gig this weekend, too. On Friday night, he's going to be at Valerie Hill Winery. Uh, so make sure you go out and say hello to Adam and check him out. He's always a good time. And then he also, he's going to give me the dates for sure, but the weekend of the Wine Fest, which is the weekend of the 29th of April, uh, he's playing downtown at a couple of different venues, I think. Gotcha. So okay. he's going to get back to me. We'll firm that up a little bit more exactly where. But just keep in mind that you can check Adam out over Apple Blossom. And then Polly Coca, that's always reached out to me about the Mission Road Band. We appreciate that, too. On Friday night, uh, they're going to be playing at the Locust Hill Golf Course. And then on Saturday, during the day, they're going to be a Mountaineer Meat Smoker from 12 to 3. So definitely check out the Mission Road Band. And the cool thing about them is Polly and I and some of the guys in the band were able to hand, hammer out a date. They're going to be on our show um, I believe it's the 21st of June. So gotcha. I'm looking forward to that because, you know, right now, everything we've been doing is through email. So I'm ready to meet face face to face and, and get to meet Mission Roadband. Uh, and hey, I'm ready to finally make this announcement for Shag. Oh. Um, Mark Rogers, I'm sorry, buddy. I finally have your, your message up. But look, we need to get this out there that their 28th anniversary wow. is coming up. Uh, and they picked up Vanish to celebrate it. Like we said, Vanish yeah. is in uh, Leesburg. Uh, you know, big farm, and that's April the fifteenth. So that is coming up this weekend, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday. So uh, if all else fails and you can't find anywhere around Winchester, um, or you just happen to be traveling for a special dinner or whatever, go see uh, Shag Advantage. Yes. It's yes. going to be a cool show for them. Twenty eight years, and they would love for you to buy them a shot of Jaeger. I'm sure of that. I know that. That's not even a question. <laughs> well, Chris, man, thanks for giving that thing a rip. We appreciate it, folks. Make sure you write something down. Go out and support the wonderful artists around the Winchester area. They will definitely appreciate it. In the meantime, we got one of the coolest dudes around right here at our table. Jeff Foose is with us. Jeff, man, I don't even know where to start. You've got so much history about you, dude. We could probably talk for the next two or three hours. You know, back in the day, I think when musicians would travel around under on their uh, guitar cases and stuff, they would put stick stickers of cities and towns that they've been in. I bet yours would be about covered right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, I've I've, <laughs> I've got to play play a few different places that that I'm very very proud to say I've played there and and you know, but I still like playing home. Home, home yeah. is always yeah. always great. Every every Friday night at the Holiday Inn in Martinsburg, seven years running, 
I play there from six to nine. Do you really? I've, so uh, I'm saying that's probably the longest running show. That's very cool. That's and, awesome. And the the owner of the place, Mr. B, said, I don't know if you're booked anywhere else on Friday nights, but we'd prefer you not to be. <laughs> well, but that's not so bad, right? It's right. Pretty, no, no. It's, it, and, and the best part is, which I wouldn't even have to change my set list because it's Travelers. Yes, right. That's yeah, true. They, they, yeah. So, so, but I, now we've, we've got a bunch of locals that come in, and, and, you know, it's working very well. It's six minutes from my house. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's a very, very cool gig. I'm so thankful to have it. And, uh, you know, I just, you go, it, it's like any other thing. You go in there some nights, maybe like, you know, is, am I, is this getting too long in the tooth? Are we getting too stale? Right. But then you find a, you find a shot of something in your arm and. Yeah. And everything goes. Well, that's you know? cool, yeah. So yeah. before we start talking about your, your crazy awesome travel and some of the crazy places you've been, let's start there at, at the Holiday Inn. Um, you know, you say you do have a bunch of travelers, but and I feel like when I go on vacation, like I'm just ready to kind of relax a little bit. And, and maybe Martinsburg isn't a spot for many people go to vacation. But do you find that, you know, the travelers are a cool crowd, or is it you know, hit and yeah, miss? Yeah, well, a, a lot of the travelers are people that have kids on ball teams, right, you know, because right. they're coming to the Eastern Panhandle to play, or they're snowbirds. Okay, yeah, travel. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you other. know, yeah. I met a couple last week from Maine that was coming back from Florida to, right. to their home in Maine, and, and they were they were very cool. Probably, I'll share this story with you, one of my favorite memories in there was I had just learned a Bobby Bear song called Detroit City. Oh, yeah. And his Vietnam vet sat right in front of me, and he asked me to play it. I mean, literally, I just learned it that week. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'd heard the song my whole life. So I said, absolutely, I'll play it. And I, I started playing, and I looked, and he had tears coming down his cheeks. And he said, when, when we were overseas, we sang that song every day. Thank you. Is that right? That's very cool. And that's, to, you know, I, I posted on Facebook last week. I play at Mountaineer Meat Smoker. Okay, yeah. Once yeah. or twice a month also. I got a 16-year-old boy up to play for his first time ever in front of people. Nice. And that's what it's about, touching one person. That's exactly right. You didn't roll that song into Marie Laveau after that, did you? No, but I do <laughs> I do Marie Laveau. And, and my daughter, being living in New Orleans, said, Dad, nobody will play that song. Now. Isn't that crazy? That was such a big hit for a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, but wow. she said that, you know, the voodoo and everything. Yeah. No, I said, well, when I come to New Orleans, I'm playing Marie Laveau. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. That's a rule. So. Oh, my gosh. We've talked about, um, just you and I, because we ran into each other uh, gig cross gigging mm-hmm. just maybe even the same night i don't remember but um you have a set list that's insanely long um much longer than a lot of folks um maybe not maybe not but it's all over the place right i mean you oh you, yeah yeah, you yeah. Play a mean, whole bunch of i mean i i actually sat down a couple months ago and there's about 500 songs i can get through without looking at anything goodness gracious not counting the 130 of my own I can't remember my own name. Wow. And, you know, when when COVID hit, my wife said, uh, you need to learn some 80s music. And I was like, <laughs> uh, some 80s music was great music. Right, right. Some 80s music needs to stay in the 80s. I gotcha. Amen, brother. And uh, <laughs> you guys are killing me. So I, I got out the iPad, typed in 80s music. First song that came up was Purple Rain. There you go. And I'm sitting there listening to it, and I'm like, I can hillbilly this up. Yes. 
So I start looking at other other versions of it. Dwight Yoakam's got a great bluegrass version of it. Okay. Does he? Yes. Did you know that? I did. Yes. You love Dwight. Yeah, I love and, Dwight. Uh, yeah. But so mine's kind of a country version of it. And when she came home from work, I said, I got something for you. And she was like, what? And I thought she would hate it, but she was like, I really like it. That's cool. Good for you. And, you know, I do, uh, which is probably my favorite 80s song, Don Henley's Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer, yeah. Because, you know, Mike Campbell, uh, Petty's guitar player, wrote it, and Petty said he didn't hear anything. He said, I don't hear anything. He said, do you care if I pitch it to Henley? Oh, wow. And he was like, I don't care. It's your song. Right. So he did. Henley was going to Campbell's house to... Tell him he had it done. Right. And this is where this line came into the song. Uh, a brand new Cadillac. This would have been 82, 83 probably. Right. Passed him. And when he got up behind it at the next light, it had temporary tags on it and a Grateful Dead yeah, sticker. Yeah, Deadhead sticker, yeah. And that's yeah. where that line. Yeah, he said cool. he knew it had somehow. So he got to Campbell's house. He said, it's not done. Give me a minute. <laughs> So anyway, That's yeah, I, I mean, there's so many, and, and you know, and I dipped back into the seventies. Uh, I've actually just started doing uh, Billy Swan. I can. Help. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I remember that song. Yeah, that was a big uh, Wichita lineman. Which you, you know, it took me a took me a, a little bit to start playing that. And one I just actually have only did about two weeks now is Taylor's Fire and Rain. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, just kind of because. That song was kind of intimidating to learn because he's such a great finger pick. I'm not yeah. a great. I, I'm, I'm an average Jeff on a guitar. Period. Same, same. I feel you there. And, and and you know and, but one night in Nashville when I told a guy that the guy had no idea who he was. Right. He said, "Well, we're in Nashville, Tennessee. I can throw a dead cat and hit ten great guitar players." He said, "Use what God gave you." Right. And that always stu- that that kind of helped me get over that stumbling sure. block that it wasn't better. But come to find out the guy that told me that was Wayne Moss, Barefoot Jerry. Right. He's the guitar player on Orbison's Pretty Woman. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I could, I don't even have to throw a dead cat. I can go like this and (laughs) find a great guitar player. Well, Jeff, I'm kind of weird because I'm always the kind of person who wants to throw back and start at the beginning. Imagine that. But I'm going to rewind your life a little bit for you and go back. And I need need to find out a little bit about how all this started for you. I mean, uh, you, when did you learn that you were going to be a musician? When did you start singing? Did you have folks within the house that, you know, that were yes, playing to you? Yes, how how yes, did all I, that work? Yes, I did. I, uh, my, my uncle Jim, who died in, I think he was 30. He was, he was murdered. Uh, anyway, uh, he was one of the best keyboard players in the area, piano okay. players. He, he actually did a lot of work with the Opala, try, you know, with, with theater and yeah. uh, I knew I had music in me. My mom played piano. My I think both of my sisters play piano. I know one does. But my other sister, she can harmonize. You can drop a quarter on the floor and she can harmonize. Wow, right? cool. Okay. And then my brother in the like mid seventies started playing guitar. Right. And I rem- I was jealous, I'm not gonna lie. My older brother could play and I couldn't. So I never took time with it. Right. And I went through a divorce in uh in the early nineties. And I asked him, I said can I borrow one of them guitars, see if I can learn it? So I bought Mel Bay's Book of Chords. I got $4 in lessons. Right. And he said, well, you have the guitar half beat for one reason. And I said, why is that? He said, because your left hand already works. 
because I write left-handed and eat left-handed and do everything else right. There you go. Yeah, you're ambidextrous. So, so, you know, he said that was his hardest part was getting his left hand to work. And, you know, and I just started learning some chords, and and that's what he told me. He said, learn three chords that you can play, and then learn how to play them without looking at it. He said, then learn how to play with a little bit of rhythm. Wow. So that's what I did. And as time went on, I never, ever thought I would – write write music but i started writing and uh one thing led to another and then we put a band together and then i wrote a song called soldier's christmas that made a little bit of noise locally and that would have been 15 years ago i guess okay all right paramount offered me a writing deal with that song nice which okay. I, did, I did not take because he wanted me to sign a paper and then talk money right and i was like no and no regrets, no regrets about that. Yeah. You know, because I really don't even know if I was ready to commit to that to begin with, you know. But but uh, little little story behind Soldier's Christmas. I wrote that in a tree stand on the day before Thanksgiving because my wife told me I needed to write a Christmas song because Rudolph got run over, you know, <laughs> Grandma got run over by Rudolph is still making stupid money, you know. Yeah, you're right. I love that song. <laughs> and, and, uh, I don't care. So I started writing this song because at that time my stepson was overseas. And uh, when I got back, she said, did you see anything? No, I said, no, but I wrote a cool song. So we recorded it the day after Thanksgiving, a one-take recording, and had it on Berkeley Springs Radio the following Monday. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And it wound up selling like 300 copies. And But the, 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 the coolest part of that song to me was I had a woman call me. And when she called me, she started crying, and she said, thank you. That helped me let go of my son to go back for his second there you go. Yeah. So, you know, it, to, that's what music is to me. And, and, you know, I don't enjoy the party, enjoy that, that time in your life, but I'm past that. Right. If, if I can help you or you or you get through something you're going through today, right. that's that's what it's about, and that's the beauty of music. It is. That's what that's what it emo- you know the emotions that it evokes from us. That's the beauty, yeah. and and that's what I always the guys I played music with uh, they uh, they were like, "You're not a stickler on wanting it note for note, are you?" When they play leads, I'd say, "No, it's music's a feeling. You stay inside that box. Us musicians know what I'm talking about. If that's what you're feeling, play it." Yeah, exactly, and. Uh, um, you know, I, I've played with people who were like that, and I've also played with people who were very much like notes on the page type of people. Um, but you know what it takes to do, to be able to do that is either be extremely talented and have in, an enormous amount of uh, experience, which is what you find in Nashville. You know, like you said, you can reach out and touch a guitar player. But they've also had an, uh, an insane amount of experience with bands and feels, and they don't need to know how many measures they got to play or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you just start the start the song, and you look at each other, and you nod or you don't nod, and you just feel it, and you can move on, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So a lot of that's feeling. Um, all right, so you've you've written a lot of songs. Uh, you said 150. Is that 130? Around 130. You know, I'm actually in the middle of two right now. One is called "I Want to Be." It's just a guy saying, I want to be everything. Gotcha. You, know, yeah. you know, the one line is, I want to be a back road Bronco ride. Yeah. Very cool. You know, okay. and, and then the other one that I'm, that's a little bit almost done more than that one is called What This Old Man Knows. It's a 
song about me talking to my grandson. Oh, cool. Yeah, there you go. So you're talking about uh, 15 years ago. Uh, is, that's when you picked up the guitar, or that's when you no, really started I, to sing and I, stuff? I picked up the guitar, and that would have been about 93 is when I taught myself. And uh, 29 years ago. Yeah. 30 years ago. 30 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago. And then uh, in about 03 or 04 is when I hooked up with a couple guys, and we gotcha. started playing music. And then in 05 is when I wrote uh, Soldier's Christmas. And 06, we went to... Tennessee for two years. Uh, we lived about 40 miles east of Nashville. My closest neighbor was a fellow named Aaron Tippin. You might have heard of him. But, uh, it's crossed, uh, crossed our page. Uh, yeah. he, we went to church with him. What, what, what good people. I mean, you, you know, when, when people talk about, you know, a, a star, whatever kind of star, mm-hmm. being people like us, he is. Right. You know, he truly is. So did you move that close to Nashville with intentions of being close to Nashville or just happened that you moved down there uh, and you were close? Well, it, it, you know, Paramount, Paramount sent me these letters on Soldier's Christmas. And, and yes, you know, but at that, at that time, too, I knew the country music scene was changing and changing fast. Right. And uh, nothing, just my personal thought on this. It's still there's still a lot of great country music out there. You just got to dig for it. Sure, a little bit, yeah. You yep. know, and, and and you know, country music has kind of went like rock and roll did. You know, it, it's fingered off. It's got different veins. You know, where rock went from soft rock to metal to pop rock. You right, know? right. And I think that's where country music is actually going. You know, it, it and you know that it is it, it's there. It's yeah. not going. It's there. Right. Well, but some would argue that that's how country music was formed in the first place took jazz and blues and a little bit of rock yeah, and, and yeah. it kind of just molded itself together and you got some hillbillies out you know drinking some schlitz or whatever they drank <laughs> back in the day and uh you know decided to start making some music so That's i mean right. i i think it's natural it's a natural thing but i you know when we live our lives i feel like you know uh, we grow up learning one thing is that's the definition of it oh uh, yeah, um, yeah but man i i've just learned in in the past i don't know 10 years that it changes and it's going to forever be changing. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it's it's evolving, it's evolving quick and I'll t- tell you what the president the CEO of Paramount told me. He said kids from the age 16 to 25 is what buys music. Right. And that's who you got to write to. And his exact words were you can write the biggest turd you ever write. He said and this is all you ever need to remember about music. People don't know what they like. They like what they hear. He said, I'll saturate the market with that song and they will buy it. And he's probably right. Yeah. It's a little bit of a sad thing to me, Jeff, to hear that. And I think that's where the, the Americana music has found its niche is it's it has it's not following rules right now. It's sort well, of, the, you know, the, uh, a couple months ago I, I don't I don't listen to the new country. Right. I mean I'm, I'm I'll be straight up honest with you. But I looked at the charts, you know, just, yeah. and in the top twenty songs of those top twenty songs, there was at least there was three writers, right? And there was one of them in each of that. And that's something. So yeah, they're just manufacturing songs. It's, it's you're not saying, a mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're saying they sound alike. Yes, they yes. do. Yeah, for sure, they do. You know, one of the things I was kind of catching up today um, when I knew you were going to be on with us tonight, and you're you're a singer songwriter. We've talked about that. You're, yes, you're a guitar player. You played music solo and do that probably primarily, but you also play with bands. 
correct or have played with bands uh, yeah m- mainly just do so that's now. right yeah. yeah and then i saw in there also you can even supply a dj now and is that something that you do on the side yeah uh, just a little just uh, and i'll tell you i'll tell you how that happened okay we've dj'd a couple friends and families weddings right and it's basically an ipad and what have you and then, you don't know about that do you bro? <laughs> then, then at the end of the end of the wedding i always play an acoustic version of wonderful tonight for the bride and groom sure yeah and most of them are in west virginia and we close with country roads right yeah and uh but that, yeah, that, that's what we do. My wife helps me with that a lot. I'm not very, I, I'm electronic stupid, you know, right. and, and I will be the first to tell anybody that. And But she says, well, yeah, but you can look at this board and yeah. know how to set up. I said, that's what my ears tell yeah. me. Yeah, I had I had a business doing that for over 18 <laughs> years, and even Chris was on board with me for a long time doing that. And I saw that it kind of sparked my interest, but I'm still a live music guy, and I'm still love, oh, yeah. yes. love playing and love listening to my, a live music more than anything else. Um so as you're as you progressed into this thing, you've sort of um, found your own niche as far as your writing style. Some of that you wrote 130 songs. Mm-hmm. Are they? What's the what, what's your primary inspiration for writing? Do you find it in your daily emotions? Is it stuff from your past? How does that work? A, a little of both. I mean, I believe everybody has at least one song in them yeah, okay. from either. An experience they went through. Mine sounds like Looney Tunes, to say you know. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, good one. <laughs> that that would that would be a song, also. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But a lot of songs, you know, I've, I had two kids go through the addiction thing and, uh, when you got people that you love doing stuff that you can't fix, it kills you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, I'm sorry. I'm getting a little emotional here, but, uh, uh, I wrote a song called leaving Gatlinburg that was, uh, and I haven't played it for a while because it's really emotional. It's, uh, I actually played it. I played it at the Smoky Mountain Songwriters Festival oh, every cool. year in Gatlinburg. Yeah. And I wrote it for that. And one of the women that was in the addictive mother's group that my wife's in lost, lost her son in Gatlinburg. And, uh, so when I played it live, she recorded it and sent it to her and, she sent us a thing back with just teardrops. Gotcha. So, you know, it's basically the girl's trying to get clean, and she knows the only way she's going to get clean is to leave Gatlinburg. And uh, uh, But I, I'm pretty – that's how I got to play in Ohio. My stepson was there. And, gotcha. Uh, 
the, these fine folks let us use their river lot in, in Dresden, Ohio, for a family picnic, you know, family day for the rehab center. Nice, okay. Great people. And uh, I, wrote, I wrote a song called uh, Sorry Shape of Men. It's definitely, you know, you can, you can see somebody along the road and think, you know, addict, alcoholic, mm-hmm. whatever. But I know in my heart, none of them ever thought that first whatever sure. was going to put them where they're at, you know. And uh, and and another thing that I'm very, very strong against, I lost a friend to suicide. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and when it happened, if it would have happened five years earlier, I would, I could have, you know, I would have been, yeah, because he, he went through a, Basically, a divorce. Him and a woman have been together for a lot of years. Sure. And he got, you know, kind of got out there in left field a little. And, and uh, but he, the last I talked with him, he was working full time and put on weight. And, and that's a plus. Yes. That's yeah. a plus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I got a text from one of our other friends. I was like, yeah, we found him. And I was like, you're kidding. But that song's called uh, uh, Crazy Ride. I'm very, very proud of that song because I, I had a, I don't know if it was a man or woman sent me an email from the Holiday Inn. I don't know why something told me to close with that that night. Right. And they said, thanks for playing that. Don't know if I'd be here today if you wouldn't have. Wow. There you go. So that's what it's about to me. Well, and we've talked to a lot of these guys who write songs um, now. You know, this is everywhere from uh, 15-year-old to um, mm, maybe middle 30s, late 30s, or late middle 40s, um, they write the songs, and, you know, the biggest thing that they have tapped into a lot lot of times is pain. Yes. Um, And and we found that that is a pretty common trend to, to, and it's not not that it feels good, uh, but it's just that it's so, the the emotion's just so real about pain that you can can really tap into it. Most of the time it's so relevant to all of us. Sure. You know, yeah. we we've had family or friends or, or or some you know it just it touches touches base with you you know and and, and like I say I sometimes uh, you get writing a song and not anybody that's ever written you know you start writing it and you're like man that's cool yeah and then you're like man that sounds just like that right. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, and 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 that's a songwriter's battle. I think that that's you know you've only got so many notes to work with and so many, so many progressions you can work with. You right. know. And yeah, but we've also talked so many times on this podcast that you know even writing, um, writing poetry or, or whatever, there's an infinite amount of combinations that yeah it might have the same idea, but it's going to be different and you can make that your own, especially combined with a music playing whether you have guitar skills or if you have a band i mean that's just opening up everything to be able to make that song yours Um, i wanted to ask you about this movement um there is a group on facebook that's got uh 7500 members to it it's called make country music sad again you ever heard of that group i have not so uh it, it started kind of as a joke uh and jody bloomfield will uh agree that it started as a joke but People really latched onto this. Is that you know when country music and you guys might remember this. I definitely don't in the you know late '90s, early thousands. Country music, um, a lot of times was it was pretty tough, right? Am I am I wrong there? No, yeah, no, you're right. Is that something where um, 
I mean, we're just talking about Americana, and you're talking about you know writing your songs. You feel like that's coming back a little bit and, and being more socially acceptable, or are these producers trying I, to still push it out? I, I I had I had another guy one night in Nashville tell me if you can write a song that makes makes you cry or tap your foot, you've yeah, got, you've got a good song. He said if you can write a song that does both, you've got a number one. Yeah. So yeah, I, but and and yeah, I think some genres it is coming back. I. I Personally, to me, what I hear, what little bit I listen to, what's selling is there's a lot of drinking songs. Yeah. There's a lot of tailgate songs. There's a lot yeah. of, yeah, you know, and and, and that is, uh, I've actually got a song called For the Love of Hank. Don't call this music country. See, there you yep. go. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was going to go to. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, Hank Williams Sr. is my favorite. Yeah. I mean, the, the Hillbilly Shakespeare just, he... A lot of his songs were sad because he lived a very sad life. He did. And it, it sparked my interest, Jeff, when you said that. I mean, the, the first song when Chris was going to his question there was, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Oh, and I love it. If Probably. you listen to hit that recording of Hank Williams, it's I, I, I dare you to find another song that you're going to find more emotion from that artist singing that song at that moment. I mean, I, you can literally hear his heart wrenching when you're listening to that. I, I And... I've got about every Hank song that he ever produced. Right. I love his music. If you've never heard Johnny Cash's version of it. Right. Give it a listen. It was one of, I, I don't know this. I'm just throwing this out there. Yeah. I heard it was one of the last couple songs he recorded. Right. Oh my. Yeah. I oh need my. to check that out. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. it, but it, that, and he does uh Gordon Lightfoot's, uh, if you could read my mind. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And they're both, you can hear, I mean, you you can hear the finalization in his voice, I guess Mm -hmm. is the word I'm looking for. Right. But he, he just, you, the emotion almost drips out of the speaker to you. And that's what it's about. We had Chris Hunt Jr. on last week. We had Charlie Collins on recently. We've had, you know, many others. um, Brennan, of course, and, and, and Jake Cohn and all of them mention sadness and pain and, brokenheartedness as inspiration and when you listen to their renditions of their songs that they've written on our on our podcast it reminds me of the songwriting style that you're talking about same emotions men are having now that they were having 67 80 100 years ago when music was starting to be written you know what i mean and uh it's a common thread and it's always very be, very common you know yeah. we we don't walk around possessing superpowers but we do have the gift of being able to share music and that will do magic i'm it's telling you it will and you've seen it in your lifetime 100% yeah. I, I have i have been i have been so blessed number 1 that that the good lord gave me a little bit of time to do this number 2 that he gave me a wife that lets me there you go yeah amen <laughs> you know and, yeah. and that's and important she, yep she's the one that bought me this guitar you know and and you know she has supported me and and she has no problem telling me if i'm writing a song that sucks she, you know and i appreciate that that's right you know i do i i really do because and now don't get me wrong i got a song called camo hat that yeah she, i saw that yeah she hated <laughs> but i played it at her family reunion and her and her aunt came up crying and said i have a real it, it's about a hat that the boy gets when his grandpap dies and gotcha. he, Talks about what how it's been on his head for everything in his life, you know. Sure, sure. And she said, 
thank you. That's and, cool. And, but my wife said that song drips with testosterone, you know. <laughs> so, well, of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. A, a grandfather's uh, relationship is pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I, I mean, I wrote that song. I, that was one of two songs that I've written in a tree stand completely. And I'd walked across the field with an orange toboggan on. And when I got to the stand, I took the toboggan off and pulled the cap out of my backpack and I snapped it, you know, to catch yeah. form. And I said, that's a song. You know, you're supposed to be hunting when you're in these <laughs> tree stands. Well, right? you know, and, and I guess that's why I don't kill a lot. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, and I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'll be, I'll be 62 in September. And uh, I get as big a charge now as seeing the younger generation sure. when we're hunting. Sure bag something and get that excitement that i had at that age now i know when you when you do the deed the, the fun's over yeah, the work starts. Yeah, the the work. Work yeah starts. i know chris i'm gonna make a note too by the way i gotta buy a camo hat for noah so let me do that exactly <laughs> there's gonna be a couple songs written yeah, about that, right? i feel like so jeff there's not only sad songs um there's there's fun songs what kind of fun songs you got i mean i know you i out of 130 some What's well, you've I got, written? I got I got one called uh, uh, "Right About Now." That's a it's a fun breakup song. Okay, and then uh, I got another one that I wrote called "Just Get Lost," and I actually wrote it while I was still with the power company. And I asked a guy that had lived in this area his whole life about this sign along the road. It was a rusty sign, right? He said, "I don't I don't know if I've ever seen it." So when we got back in the office that evening, he said, you know, I've drove by that sign for 20-some years and ain't never seen it. And I said, you know, sometimes we drive by something every day and never see it. Right, yeah. And it just it just clicked, nice. you know. And, nice. uh, and that, that song is, I want an old back road and a tank of gas. Sometimes you never see what you always pass. Right. That right. happened to me today, man. I, just something that had been there for years. And I just overlooked it every single time. It was something simple. It was a freaking calendar on a desk that I would always look at my watch and look at the, try to figure out what date it was. And it was right there in front of me. (laughs) Anyway, I just thought that was funny. And and you're talking about upbeat, happy songs. I wrote a song called Happy Country Song. There you go. It's kind of a spinoff of You Never Call Me By My Name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it, great song. it, it, it It turned out pretty cool. And, uh, it, it was. I actually played that at a writer's night in Nashville one night, and gotcha. went over very well. And uh, there's another song that I wrote, probably within my first ten songs I ever wrote, called "Add Beer." Oh wow! Okay. If you want to see a redneck add beer. Sounds oh, there fun. you go. And and you know, and it. I I wrote it. I got a buddy that back in the day. He would give you the shirt off his back until you had a beer. <laughs> and then all... he'd take the shirt off your back. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I'll tell you what. One of my worst problems is I'm like a kid sitting in front of chocolate chip cookies and milk. I just can't keep my hands off. I see that guitar over there, Jeff, and I'm going to see whether or not I can talk you into putting it in your hands and hearing some music. We can do that. I'm going to refill my glass, and then we're going to start at song number one, and you're going to play all 130 of the ones that you've written. Is that... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you need to run to the liquor store real quick. For, we're going. We're going to. Yeah, they because, close. Because I do. I do write some sad music, so y'all gonna be crying before we're done. No, no, I'll let you pick out a song or two and, and give it a rip if you don't mind. We'd love to hear you. Sure, I, I would love to play. A couple. All right, go, go, go ahead. Yeah, help yourself. Man, we uh, we talk about this every time that uh, 
it's nice to just have musicians come. It is so cool, man. Play in our face, isn't it? Makes my house happy. And the great thing about uh, wooden stringed instruments is they always fall out of tune. Doesn't matter how nice your instrument is. (laughs) Isn't that right, Jeff? You're right. You know, I've got a... I've got a Samick guitar. You ever heard of Samick? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I got it from the late Bob Shoppert down there at the guitar room in Martinsburg. I actually bought a cheaper one. And I played two gigs and and it cracked right here. Oh, my. Mm. So he said, well, I know you don't beat them up. And uh, he said, let me me see what they'll do. So... Couple couple weeks later, he said, "Jeff, they said if you pay the shipping, they'll give you the top of the line guitar." I said, "Heck yeah, hell yeah, I'll pay yeah, the shipping. Yeah. That's right." But that guitar, honestly, it stays in tune the best of any. Is and I've right? got a, yeah, I my, got a really nice Martin, and it. I'm telling you, it just there's just something about it. Just it, it stays there, doesn't yeah. it? As well, long as you don't move it around too yeah. much, it will stay there, <laughs> won't it? Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna rip. Jeff. We're gonna we're gonna play a song called. Uh, Forgotten days, if that's all right. right. Yeah. Uh, this is this is actually the last song that I've finished up. I played it this year in Gatlinburg. Can I talk about Gatlinburg for yeah, one, sure. one yeah, minute? Yeah, I played there. I don't know how many times, but this year was definitely the coolest because I got to play at the Amphitheater on top of the chairlift. I don't know if y'all have been to Gatlinburg and they got the chairlift and goes to the top of the mountain. I've seen it, never been there, but I've seen it online. Things well, there. the. Uh, the sun was, it was just getting dark. So the lights of Gatlinburg were just coming on in the background. And it was just, it was almost like a movie. It was a moment. Yep. So anyway, uh, but this song here, uh, friend, friend of mine, man, we were talking and you know, I grew up right other side of Hedgesville talking about how things have changed, you know, in the area, yeah. things that are gone and not coming back. And, uh, when I got, when I got home that night, I started writing and I played the song out and my sister and her husband and some of their friends come out a good bit on Friday night when I'm playing. Right. And she said, I like it, but I don't think it's done. And that night I didn't think it was either. So I took it. I said, come back the next week and I played it again. She said, it's done. Good. 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 So anyway, Hey, this song's called forgotten days. Hope you like it. All right. Jeff Foos, everybody. Driving back home just the other day I knew progress was here and wasn't going away Nothing like I'd remembered Kinda made me shiver There were houses side by side where the corn used to grow Couple chain restaurants, a lot of folks I didn't know Made me think About what's come and went and FM radio was still really good Nothing better than the smell of snow burning wood Bills were all paid and we still had money Country music was life And it was still country Everything was closed except for church on Sunday Work five days a week Never went hungry Living got easier along the way But loving one another got lost In those forgotten days Every time I'm passing by that old French's country store I see a young man sitting in a hot rod Ford Always makes me smile When I redrive those miles I 
sure miss my daddy and what he said If you want to make a living, gotta get up out of bed Love your family and God Cause life's a real short ride And FM radio was still really good Nothing better than the smell Stove burning wood Bills were all paid and we still had money Country music was life it was still country, everything was closed except for church on Sunday, work five days a week, never went hungry. Living got easier along the way, but loving one another got lost in those forgotten days. Tomorrow is just a sunrise away, I may not see it gonna live for today. Sometimes I think I hear my daddy's voice in the wind, it takes me back. Takes me back when FM radio was still really good Nothing better than the smell Stove burning wood Bills were all paid and we still had money Country music was life And it was still country Everything was closed except for church On Sunday work five days a week Never went hungry Living got easier along the way But loving one another got lost those forgotten days FM radio Church on Sunday Forgotten days Jeff Foose, everybody, man, how oh, cool, how cool was that? I love that song, I mean, that song has really, really grew on me The more more I play, and, and I think I heard, I don't know, I heard, I don't know if it's true, but they said Whalen did not want to record a song if he knew it. Oh, wow. Because he said, you lose your raw emotion. Yeah, okay. Where this one, I think, really came together once I knew it. I'm going to buy that song for one reason other than the fact that you sang it, though, because you worked in French's Country Quick Stop into that daggone thing, and Donna French was a good friend of mine, and I... Have told him tales about over there. Okay, well, well, I lived a mile up the road. Is that my, crazy? My, my home place is across from Traver's store. Okay, I know exactly okay. where you're at. You yeah. know where I'm at. Then. Yeah, but I grew up, and and you know, I just told the wife the other day I got to get to the nursing home and see her. She had a stroke, and yes. she can't get around. Yes, yes. But she she loves my music, and and uh, she always made me play. Gary Allen had a extra on a one of his CDs. I don't know which one it was, but. It was one of those ones, I, I asked the wife, I said, who's this? Because it was just an acoustic guitar. Sure. And it's a song called Willie Johnson. Have you ever heard it? I haven't, no. I know, I know Gary Allen, but I never Yeah, well, it. It, it, it's not listed on the CD. It's just really? an extra. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, it's a song about a store owner dying over $6. Isn't that something? And, the, and it's a, oh, it, it gives you cold chills. And the end of the song, it says, and we buried the piece we knew in that same hole. Isn't that something? And she always made me play Willie Johnson for her. I just, I, I tell stories of folks when I, years ago at a job I had, I was through that area a lot and it was nothing to go in there and have pickers in there and they oh, were yeah, playing yeah, and yeah. having a good time. And it was kind of a neat community area, uh, you know, hangout for people and, and, Good music and good musicians. So, oh yeah, it, it, and that place actually wound up on that National Geographic thing. Did it really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, with with all the bluegrassers Isn't in there playing, crazy? And, yeah. and you know, and, and, and you didn't have to be bluegrass. You could play you anything. Know. Yep. You just jump in there and, and and play, and it it was it was uh, 
I miss it. I, I mean, bet you do. Uh, there was a lot of Sunday afternoons. I'd be like, I'm going down to French's. And, yeah. and, and there was a lot of times I didn't want to play because I probably played Friday and Saturday night. I hadn't thought about you being from Hedgesville. And, I should have asked you right away. And uh, that, that was one of those uh, deals where I just go down to listen. You yeah. Know? And, Someplace from Hedgesville, West Virginia, it was on National Geographic. Yeah. Well, you know, the president did go to Hedgesville High School, too. So it's not off the mat too far. Oh. President George Bush was there. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Some little history there for you. All right. What else you got for us, Jeff? You got another one? Well, yeah, let me, you know, I was, I was going to play, uh, I, I was talking a little bit about the addiction. I, every, every year when we go to the beach, I always try to make sure I write a song, you know, that's even though I'm on vacation either not so much write a song but finish a song and three years ago i wrote a song called i don't know the way it's it's more of a gospel tune very very i I tell everybody the good lord just let me hold the pen on that one but uh i think i'm going to shift gears with you because uh yeah and I'm going to play this song uh, about suicide, and it turns out cool. Don't turn off. Don't, please do not turn <laughs> off, because that was one thing when I wrote the song. I was like, it's got to be cool. You know, it's got, it, it, can't be, it can't turn out sad. But I actually got the idea from a couple of the linemen at work. Oh, nice. Okay. The one said he was going to go home and put a bottle of whiskey and a shotgun on the table, and the other one said, well, which shot are you going to take? And I said, that's a song. Yes, nice. it is. And... Uh, huh. Yes. So that afternoon while I was at work. <laughs> he just did air quotes. Everybody. So, you know, you can't see him, but he did air quotes. I, I, I hit the voice recorder on the phone. Thank God for those. And I wrote this song. Nice. And it's called uh, Crazy Ride. And, you know, listen up. I'm, I am going to get on my soapbox a little bit. If you're having bad thoughts, bad feelings, it's not nothing to be ashamed of if you got to call somebody to talk to sure. or for help please do it please do it because the life you save could be yours and it could be one other person that's looking up to you yep that's right usually so, is so yeah. so anyway this song's called a uh, crazy ride hopefully i'll get through it. it it gets me sometimes but here we go all right Whiskey on the table Trouble on my mind I guess my life didn't go just like I planned Right beside that bottle Is a Colt 45 Man that gun sure feels good in my hand So which shot will I take today I don't know for sure both will help me ease the pain Neither is a cure Looking out the window Trying to decide Is this the day I end this crazy ride? In the middle of that table Is my grandma's favorite book I got it when the good Lord called her home A lot of pages are tear-stained Some had fallen out 
She knew I'd need to help when she was gone So which I will I take the day I don't know for sure Both will help me kill the pain Neither is a cure Looking out the window Trying to decide Is this the day I end this crazy ride? Night after night Lying to myself Thinking I'm alright And not crying out for help So which I will I take today? I don't know for sure Both will help me kill the pain Neither is a cure Looking out the window Trying to decide Is this the day I end this crazy ride? Whiskey on the table Beside a Colt 45 God, it sure feels good To be alive Hey, I said, yeah. God, it sure feels good To be alive All right, Jeff Foose, everybody. What a great song. Jeff, I like the message, Man, pal. That, that is, uh, I'm sorry, it gets me a little bit. Uh, because, like I say, I, I uh, it, and, and it's it's something terrible, we got to say, if suicide hasn't affected your life, it probably will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. And a good message from you out there, that's for sure. So, man, what's coming up for you? What does the horizon look like? What, do you get, what gigs you got coming up? Where, where can we find you? Every Friday night, right. six to nine, Martinsburg Holiday Inn. Okay. Uh, this Saturday, I will be at a place called Tavern Twenty Nine in Slainsville, West Virginia. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Mountaineer Meat Smoker, usually twice a month. Okay. Uh, the end of May, one of my favorite gigs I get to play is a nursing home. Yes, and and it's because I feel like. A lot of times, I get more of a blessing than they do, and and you know it, it's. I've heard so many times, it's one song that can bring back a good memory. Yep. One song can bring back a bad memory, but I had a woman one night when I had a band. We did uh, nitty gritty dirt bands, fishing in the dark. Yeah, and she said. When I got done, she said, "So who picks out the songs you all play?" I said, "Well, usually me, because I'm the singer and." She said, well, that Fishing in the Dark, I hate that song. And I said, well, you know, teach her own, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like it. So. Imagine and, uh, that, right? <laughs> and she said, let me finish. She said, when that song was popular, my husband was having an affair, and we have since divorced. She said, I've got a great life now, remarried. She said, thanks for playing that. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and, and you know, I, I've uh, – where was the other place? I just picked up another place. Hopefully, West Oaks is going to be doing something here soon. Sure, for, yeah. For some, because I really miss playing there. Oh, and I just played Canary Grill in Berkeley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, love that, that is, place. That is a great place also. Yes. But uh, like I say, Mountaineer Meat Smoker, if you want barbecue done right, go see Mr. Travis. Uh, I actually played there twice, two Saturdays ago. Nice, okay. I played I played the lunch crowd 12 to 3, and then uh, – he called me at 20 minutes of seven that Saturday evening and said, that girl didn't show up. She didn't call anything that was supposed to play. And I said, so do you need a covered? He said, is there any way you can? I said, yeah. Oh man. Good so for you. I loaded back up and you know, I, I bought one of those tower units. Yeah. You know, beautiful. Yeah. And 
I can do, I can carry in two guitars, a stool, and all my equipment in two trips. Wow, nice. So, anyway, hey, but thank you all so much for having me. Oh, my gosh, Jeff. Thank and, you for and, being here. And, and you know, uh, you can you can check me out. Become friends with me on Facebook, Jeff Fuss, F-U-S-S. Uh, we are trying to get a little money together. When I told you the story about Wayne Moss, the guitar player, he has a studio named Cinderella in Nashville. Okay. He's actually from West Virginia, and he uh, he gave me an open invite to it. And uh, this year, for my birthday on Facebook, he said, Happy birthday, Jeff. Cinderella's waiting. Very so cool. I think go. I'm going to go down and do a few. Uh, not to sell, not for anything, but for me. Yeah. You know, you're gonna sell them too because people are gonna want them. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you know, and and like I say, if uh, can I say one more thing about the addiction also? Yes. We'll get yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing. If if you're wanting help, please go get it. Yeah. Please go get it. Uh, nobody thinks you're weak. That's the strongest thing you will ever do in your life. Period. Mm-hmm. Because we all have addictions. It may not be drugs or alcohol. Everybody has some kind of addiction. Sure. And you got to learn to control and get get the help that you need. And uh, you'll, you'll feel a whole lot better come morning, trust me. Well, and that's, um, man, that's so true. And, and I'm glad we have this show for more than just the reason of music. Um, you know, whether it be, you know, Jeff's uh, effort for, you know, addiction or... Um, uh, what's his name? Shoot, forget? adoption. Oh, Tim Ferris. Tim Ferris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. We have we have lots of good causes that 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 people come in on here for. If you're ever on our show and you want to get something out like that, don't feel bad about oh, it. Yeah. That that is such a good thing that 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 we have a a great platform. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you. No, for that. Th- and like I say, thank y'all so much for having me. Let me get a little bit of my music out there. Uh, I I think you can go to Reverb Nation. Yes, dot you com can. and type 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 in my name Jeff Fuss F U S S and find a few things. I've actually got I think I got a couple covers on there also. Mm-hmm. And uh, or you can you can pull up a video on YouTube called from the group called Quitting Time. That was mine, and we used to play at the Royal Lunch. Ah, yes. And uh, been there a time or two. Uh, yeah, yep. hundred. The the video is of Haggard's uh, "Are the Good Times Over for Good" that uh, we're yeah. playing, and you can hear the pool balls getting broke in the background. That's funny. That's great. That's great. I love playing pool. <laughs> so fun. And I love the Royal Lunch. So <laughs> there was a pool table on the lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. One time, yeah, yeah. At one yeah, time, sure was on the, yeah. Wow. I know. You had to kind of glide around it. It was tight. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, we're wrapping up episode 41 with Jeff Foose of the Musicians Cafe. Jeff, thank you so much for being on. Um, Man, another local musician that, again, as soon as we started this podcast, we needed to have you on, right? So thank you for finally... Thank you so much for for letting me come and share a little bit of me. And hopefully one person listening to it might say, that old guy might know what he's talking about. Let me make a call tonight. There you go. There Thank you all so much. I got his number in case you want to spam him. Just and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, my if they come become Facebook friends with me, my number's on there. If they're going through something or just want to talk about anything like that, call me. There you go. I'm I'm always open. That's great. That's great. Well, good. Folks, make sure you get out there, support all of our local local artists, but make sure you reach out and check out some of Jeff's Jeff's efforts too. 
I definitely found a lot online today and enjoyed listening to it. Kind of caught up a little bit about who you were before you got here. So, folks, support Jeff. He's great. You just heard him. How great is he? But in the meantime, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on, and uh, I'm gonna let Chris wrap this thing up. And uh, Chris, did we miss anything? I don't think so, man. We got um, uh, just, I mean, a, a couple things here at the end. We have Ronnie Wolford next week. Yes, we do. Uh, Ronnie and Brent. Brent is his son, and so they're from Ronnie Wolford and uh, 50 West. Yep. And it's a newer newer group here around Winchester, but, man, they've played some bigger venues, so uh, they're not nothing to talk about, and we're excited to have Ronnie and Brent on next week. I uh, wanted to give a quick shout-out to Bree. Yeah. Uh, Bree Lucas is sitting here with us. You guys didn't hear her talking at all, but uh, she's hanging out. If you guys ever want to hang out with us while we record a Musicians podcast, you know, come out and hang out. That's we'll right. We'd love to have you. Bree, we got to give a shout-out to Kellen Little, don't we? Right, yeah. He's one of your classmates. That's pretty cool, yeah. Very yeah cool. That's all I got, man. We're wrapping up 41. Very cool. Chris, thanks so much. Listen, uh, you know, I know you do the Facebook thing, so uh, folks, if you need to get in touch with us, just reach out to Chris on Facebook, uh, Musicians Cafe Podcast. And uh, he'll be sure to get back to with you. In the meantime, we do have an email address as well. It's musicianscafe1 at gmail.com. I get lots of good feedback there. I appreciate everybody that reaches out and lets us know how much you love the show. And again, we're so happy with the numbers that we're doing. And it's just onward and upward for us. So, uh, Jeff, once again, we appreciate you. Chris, man, I could not do it without you, brother. No problem. Appreciate it. Folks, don't forget, no lounging in the left lane, please. And in the meantime, peace.